0: It's episode 325 of Crack the Customer Code, where Adam and Jeannie do all of their own stunts.
1: Jeannie, have you been fully transparent and honest about what I was getting into when I signed on to this podcast with you?
0: (laughs) Well, that depends on your definition of transparent and honest. (laughs) Because... Truthfully, I didn't know what I was getting into. <laughs> oh, I
1: see. I see. That's what it was. Uh, it, it it was uh, omission of ignorance.
0: It was. Exactly. And uh, yeah, I think I, <laughs> I've since made up for that with more ignorance and more <laughs> naivete. So you're welcome.
1: Well, ignorance is no excuses. I think. Bet our next guest would probably say because when we talk about transparency and pricing, it becomes a whole different discussion. Jeannie,
0: it's true, and I think we've all had that feeling of being duped by pricing, where we think we're paying for one thing, and then by the time we're done, it's you know three times as much because of the fees.
1: Yes, uh, you'll see on my next invoice my uh, partner fee. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I have an aggravation fee that actually cancels that one out.
1: (laughs) Nice. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, uh, it's a very annoying thing for customers. It's very bad for organizational, uh, you know, goodwill. It's bad for the teams that are delivering it that have to work with the customers who are upset about uh, a lack of transparent pricing. And it's simply bad for your brand and bad for loyalty.
0: It's true. All of those things are true. And I think at the end of the day, it's just a terrible way to treat people. And so it's an important conversation about the customer journey that we don't always talk about, which is, you know, what happens when we provide hidden fees. So our guest has a lot to say about it, and I think we should get right to it. What do you think?
1: Let's do it.
0: Well, before joining People for Honest Pricing, Kelsey was a marketing professional at a software company creating content for their online presence. Kelsey Brown has a degree in journalism and several years of digital marketing experience. And when she met the co-founders of People for Honest Pricing, they quickly realized they shared a mutual frustration regarding hidden fees. It didn't take much time for her to be brought on board as the outreach manager for People for Honest Pricing, where she is now spreading the word about their cause. The goal of People for Honest Pricing is to start a conversation about pricing transparency when it comes to shopping online. Business owners may also apply for their free certification program, where a team of volunteers evaluates their pricing strategy and, upon approval, supplies the applicant with a free badge to display on their website. By displaying the certification badge, business owners are showing their customers
1: they're more than just a number.
2: Hi, Kelsey. We're so happy that you could join us today. Hi. Thank you so much for having me on.
1: Oh, Kelsey, great to have you. And I love what we're going to talk about today because it's a very interesting topic, hidden fees. And your organization is all about eliminating hidden fees for customers. But I'm guessing that most organizations or a lot of organizations would claim their fees aren't hidden at all. So let's sort of get into what's the definition of hidden fees and why are they so nefarious?
2: Yeah, that's a really, really great question. So um in fact, fe- fees are an often a part of, a normal part of doing business for many different industries. But People for Honest Pricing defines a hidden fee as a cost that isn't provided to the customer upfront from the start. So, for example, if you're purchasing a concert ticket and it's advertised as costing you $30, And it doesn't say on that same exact page the exact amount of fees you'll be charged for that order, down to the penny. That would be considered a hidden fee. So at the end of the day, customers um, should always be informed up front about the cost breakdown of their online order without having to create an online account or enter their billing information or their address or really any type of personal information before they're told all of the information they need to know. like There's nothing worse than thinking you're getting a good deal on something, entering in all of your personal information only to realize, (laughs) oh, great, I'm actually going to pay 20% more or even 40% more for these concert tickets.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, I can't remember the last time I paid... Thirty dollars for a concert, so I want to go to that yeah. concert. But <laughs> I also—it uh, was a but, school right? play. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But that's a great point, and I—I I think part of what I have found as a customer is that I actually like when they tell me everything up front, even if it's a little more. I want that transparency, and so I'm curious. Like, what do you think is the basis for all these hidden fees? Do you think that? companies get away with it because they can get away with it? Or is it more that it's just the way it's always been done and they're kind of in that mode?
2: That's a really interesting question because I think what's happening now, um, especially even in the last 12 months, um, there's so much online competition for nearly every industry you're in. It doesn't matter um, if you sell concert tickets or if you're just a small business who sells jewelry, jewelry. Uh, it's so easy for every single consumer to compare your pricing to another uh, website and see, okay, this person is charging $20 for uh, this, this phone case, for example. Uh, but if I go to another site, how much do they want for it? And it's so quick. Mm-hmm. And a lot of businesses see that and they obviously feel a little bit threatened by it especially with advances in technology. So in order to remain competitive, a lot of them, instead of incorporating those, those costs of doing business into the price of the item or the service you're purchasing, they keep it from you because it makes it look like you have the lowest price available. And then lo and behold, once you enter in your credit card information or create an account and go through all of these steps, it's it's shown that you're oftentimes paying forty percent more, um, and so really, it's sometimes it's not even about the fee itself because, as any business owner will tell you, fees are often a requirement. You you do have to pay for certain credit card authorizations, and it and it's expensive. Uh, but at the end of the day, what what people for honest pricing is all about is um, encouraging business owners to. Develop a pricing strategy where those costs are automatically incorporated in the price of your um, of your service or your product, and ultimately provide a price breakdown for like on screen as soon as they look for the product they're they're searching for as soon as they are on that page to see. All right, it's going to cost me. $10 in convenience fees, and then I'll have to pay another $2 in setup fees. And before I even have to tell you who I am, I know exactly what my credit card is going to be charged.
1: Yeah, oh, I love that. And, you know, and I want to dig into this a little bit because uh, I want to talk about sort of the execution of how you can do this. And let's talk about airlines. So I fly Delta a lot. Delta's fantastic about this because when you look at their prices on their website, and I don't know if the, some of the other majors do this as well. That's the price you pay when you actually go to check out it back. You know, the ticket price is less because they're they're actually giving you the price you're going to pay. The fee doesn't get added on when you go to check out the fee. Those fees are actually baked into that price. Now, I've flown a budget airline who will remain mm-hmm. uh, nameless, <laughs> and uh, it was insane, right? It was $70. The ticket price was like $70. By the time we paid for bags, you have to pay for seats, even in coach, if you want to choose your seat at all. So if you're flying with somebody, you want to be with that one, that person, Uh, you know, a 70 something dollar ticket ended up being 250 Mm -hmm. each. And that all happened after you logged in to your point after, you know, once we'd already given a bunch of information, gotten into the process. So here's my question. Does it matter if you have a sort of A teaser rate, but you're at least uh, you're honest about the other fees up front. I mean, do you do you oppose that, or is it more about the structure of it? Like you give the teaser rate, but then they you have to get into the process. You have to give your information. Then all of a sudden, you get hit at the at the sort of final bell. There, what 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 are your thoughts on sort of the timing? Well, I think
2: at the end of the day, what what most people want um, in all areas of their life is to be told the truth and. And this happens as you guys are, are I'm sure aware of, even in the news. So you're sometimes baited with a with a title that looks really enticing and or it makes it sound like they're gonna be discussing something different, but you click into it and you read that it's not about that at all. And it's really yeah, and it's really frustrating to the consumer and it creates this culture of dishonesty. Um, that, That doesn't benefit anybody. It doesn't benefit the business owner. It certainly doesn't benefit the consumer. And it makes them not only want to not purchase from that particular business, but overall feel wary about doing business online at all. And that doesn't help the economy. Of course, the last thing we need is people feeling unsafe when it comes to making purchases online. It's already scary enough entering in your billing information and wondering, oh my goodness, are they, are they going to have a, a data breach? And are they going to lose? And so they're already having some of these questions on their brain. Um, so really, People for Honest Pricing encourages businesses to, to kind of do away with those clickbait prices. And, and if, you are, if you do truly believe you have the lowest price, it's important to incorporate that into your marketing in an honest way by saying, hey, the, the other guys, they, they'll they tell you they have the lowest price. And as soon as you tell them who you are, all of a sudden you'll realize it's it's way more. So I think by incorporating some of that authenticity into the marketing and the ads that you see as a, as a quote-unquote clickbait price, I think that overall would prove to be a lot more beneficial because people appreciate honesty.
0: Well, people do appreciate honesty. And I think that when we talk about how <laughs> we're entering all this information and how scary the world is too, part of that is that customers feel just super vulnerable these days. It's not just about the data breaches. It's about the fact that, let's say we go through this process and then afterwards we look back and think, wait, what happened to that $70 ticket mm-hmm. I had that is now 250 How did that happen? And what tools do customers have? What can we do as as the people who are mm-hmm. feeling kind of duped at this point, um, what can we do to, to get those fees back or to fight the system or, you know, fight the power? That's basically what I'm asking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And, and there are so many different ways you can do that. Um, and as you alluded to, after you've been burned by an online purchase, it's really common to feel so discouraged by that, that you feel so defeated, you don't reach out to the company. Um, so really, it, it's important mm-hmm. to give that business a fair chance to respond. If you really do feel like you were taken advantage of in your pricing, then um, you should you should reach out to them, allow them to make it right. Um, so we always say that that's step one. Um, allow them to show their customer service um, and maybe go above and beyond in that way. Um but if that doesn't work, then and if the hidden fee they ended up paying um, was never disclosed to them until after their credit card has been charged, um, you can often reach out to the credit card company you have or or your banking, you know your uh, your local bank, and dispute the charge. And we're also seeing uh, more often now, even in the last six to eight months, there are. Uh, people who are, are calling their their credit card companies and they're saying, "Hey, I I went and stayed at this hotel, and after I went to go check out, they they paid me they or they charged me a thirty dollar resort fee, and when I asked them what it included, they told me it included free Wi Fi and free breakfast, and that could be considered a fraudulent charge because you're paying for something that should be free." Um, and in addition to that, it's, it's important to share your story. Getting the message out there on social media is critical. Mm-hmm. Um, we see this a lot on Twitter, um, but it's important to include the brand in the tweets that you're sending out and saying, hey, um, brand X, Y, and Z, I had this experience with you and I'd really like for you to make it right. And it's pretty common for businesses to reply, reply publicly because they don't want that message out there about themselves. Um, And so lastly, if if you've gone through all of these different avenues and you feel like you're just not getting anywhere, um, we do have a dedicated section on our website, peopleforhonestpricing.com, where you can share your story so we can then advocate on your behalf. Um, So ultimately, our goal is to create a conversation about these hidden fees that isn't taking place right now. So if we can be that consumer advocate for Mm -hmm. these people who feel so disempowered, that's really what it's about.
1: So the airline I mentioned, uh, when I was there, this was years ago, they were letting somebody know that uh, you need to know when you come back that we're going to be starting on Monday, charging to print your boarding pass at the airport. So would that be a surprise fee?
2: <laughs> I mean, I, that would definitely be a surprise fee, but at least they are telling you what no, they
1: were just They were <laughs> just telling the one guy. I don't know if they're telling anybody else. <laughs> like, yeah.
2: Well, I think it's all about like, what you're telling the masses, right? So if you tell right. them, we have um, starting starting in June, we have a, a service fee and you should keep that in mind when booking with us. You need to be a little bit more descriptive about that. What's a service fee? What, where does that money going? Is it going for the paper ticket? Sure, that makes sense. That's certainly an extra cost for that airline to do that. Um, so it's all about education and, and providing more information than sometimes necessary so that you can make people feel a little bit better about doing business with you.
1: What would you, um, how should I say this? If if you're advising a company, okay, on the company side, not the consumer side, if you're advising an organization on how to be more honest about pricing, and let's say it's a large organization, they've just got, you know, a million different products and services and prices, where can they start to really have an evaluation process like to say, okay, are we doing this? Do we not even know we're doing this because we have all this legacy pricing from seven years ago? How would you advise an organization to get started reviewing what they currently have and improving it?
2: Well, we offer a completely free certification program um, or course, rather, for, for businesses to submit to. And once we get that submission in our system, our team of volunteers takes time and, and it goes through each and every one of them. And they'll go through and create an order on your website or um, research research your website, see what it looks like, see how you're marketing your products and your services, how the advertised price actually mentioned, uh, matches the actual price of what you're paying. Um, and this is a pretty lengthy process we go through. And should a business go through and be accepted, they're given a badge and, and we kind of relate it to the, the Better Business Bureau badge. You often see um, both in storefronts in, on, in person, but also online in the footer of their website or on their marketing. You see that they're BBB accredited. So we'd really like to have um, businesses reach out to us and go through this free certification evaluation Um, So that not only can they, if they are a business who utilizes or is an example of um, upfront pricing, um, but also if they're not, we'll tell them what we think they need to make the process better for their customers. Maybe it's providing a more detailed breakdown of what a certain cost is, um, or maybe this ad you're running isn't exactly truthful, you know, in regards to the pricing. So we'll pro- we'll provide that detailed feedback, um, and and hopefully get you on the right track. Well, I imagine there are
0: listeners right now thinking that sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. How can I do that? So can you share how people can find out more about? this and your organization and and how to get more involved?
2: Absolutely. So we have everything on our website. It's people for honest And you can also find us on Twitter um, at honest pricing. We're on Facebook, just type in people for honest pricing as well. Um, and you'll find a lot of um, article sharing of sharing the new, recent news about hidden fees on our social media accounts. But really, our website people for honest is is the place to go to go through the certification process, or if you're a consumer, go to the share your story section of the website and tell us what happened the last time you tried to buy a a plane ticket or a concert ticket or stay at a local uh, hotel or resort um, so that we can advocate on your behalf.
0: So people for honest pricing seems like it would be all people to me,
2: (laughs) Um,
0: Thank you so much. This is an important conversation, and I think it's great to kind of remind everybody, both as leaders in their own organizations and as customers, that this is not really acceptable, that upfront pricing is honest, and that's what we owe each other. So thank you for being here with us today, Kelsey.
2: Thank you so much, Adam and Jeannie, for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Kelsey. Well, I think
0: everybody can agree that we don't like hidden fees, but this is the first time I've really heard so much focus and direction on doing something about it in a in a pretty global way. Would you agree?
1: Oh, absolutely. And I think uh you know, it's a very sort of narrow lens, but it's an important lens, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's something that can truly create a bad customer experience, can Essentially, be a, a negative, truly create that negative peak emotion because when you have this happen and you're not expecting it, you know, mm-hmm. people get angry, people get upset. They don't just get, oh, that sucks. You know, it, it can really bother people, it can truly be the core emotion that somebody feels in your experience.
0: Well, it feels like fraud, it really does. And I think there are even, there have even been some laws passed about this because people get so upset about it and throughout industries it used to be kind of the norm and now they're moving away from that and the airlines is one of them i think and so if we can if we can have this conversation and make it a bigger deal then hopefully everybody will start realizing that this is this is just a terrible way to treat people <laughs> so stop it
1: absolutely and i'll throw in one little fun fact that airline i mentioned earlier in the episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They actually don't even have the luggage tags you can write on.
0: Oh, my gosh. I'm
1: not kidding. <laughs> you get there and there's no luggage tags. If you don't have one, you basically have to like put a post-it note on your luggage. <laughs> <laughs> so on that yeah. note.
0: <laughs> You'll be flying them constantly now, right? Yes. <laughs> they your airline of choice.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh, well, we appreciate you guys making us your choice. There you go. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Crack the Customer Code. We love you. We love our subscribers. So please take a minute and subscribe now if you haven't already. Crack the Customer Code is a proud member of C Suite Radio. Be sure to check out all the great business content at C Suite Radio.com and C Suite TV.com. I'm Jeannie Walters, and you can find my blog and many more resources at CXContent.com.
1: And I'm Adam Tapork, and you can learn more about me, our customer service workshops, my keynote speaking, our virtual training, and all kinds of other fun stuff at CustomersThatStick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers.